Welcome to episode 15 of the Perlow Podcast, top 10 lists from the South Carolina Low Country. I, we are doing it a little different tonight, folks. We are recording via Zoom. We have joined the quarantine. We are off our phones and we're doing it on I'm looking at our famous listers. I'm, first, I'm looking at bald-headed Mathis. Uh, we, this is the most collection of ugly people you can find on a, at 1030 on a Tuesday night. I agree. On Cinco de Mayo, mind you. And I'm also looking at a newly bald man. Congratulations, Adam. I am free from my chains, my people. <laughs> I'm free. Welcome to the club, my friend. We're it glad to have you. Truly enlightening. And I, I have seen the top of the mountain, and it is good. And I'm your host, and I still have hair. My name is Shane. If you've never listened before, the format of our show is real simple. I provide these men a top ten list or a, excuse me, a topic for them to make a top 10 list about. They create those lists, they send them to me, I write them down, do not share them with each other, and we present them throughout this episode, and we comment, um, comment on each other's lists, and, and Adam yells at Mathis about how terrible his list is, and Mathis comments on how great Adam's list is. Tonight's subject is top 10 TV show theme songs of all time. When I gave them the list, they said, this sucks, blah, blah. Right before we started recording, folks, they said, this was actually a lot of fun. So we hope that we're able to give you a good, uh, enjoying episode tonight as we are still in quarantine, but we are getting ready to open back up. But we are opening back up to something really scary, folks. I saw it on Twitter. They were talking about it. It is Killer Hornets. Well, first of all, my question here. Do I sound like a cartoon black comics version of a white guy? That was the impression that Shane did of me talking. Um, and I, I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, but, you sound like um, every black comedian going, and then he came and said the list sucked. <laughs> yeah. It was, I'm like, I don't think I signed that, but yes, the murder hornets are on their way. Um, if you haven't seen them on television, they are totally terrifying. And like, they're the size of my dad's hands, which if you're not aware of that, he has these gigantic monster mitts and it's absolutely terrifying. No, they look like catcher's mitts and they're terrifying. And even gargantua hands would be afraid of these monsters. <laughs> I'm just excited about the Japanese honeybees. We need to. <laughs> Our only hope is the Japanese honeybees. So apparently, the way they kill the the Asian hornet is they just tackle it. They dog pile. Well, first they sacrifice one of them to lure it in. Then they dog pile it, and then they heat it up so that it dies. They basically cook the wasp. Wow. Do they play, do they play Rochambeau to see who like he's like one two three shoot to see who gets like lured in like how exactly does that work like i uh, see you know every group has a guy who's like you know weaker smaller herpes ridden and they just send that guy in and he you know he's the sacrificial lamb it's like the scene in save a private ryan where they're like you're gonna run up the middle at the at the machine gun yeah everybody has cannon fodder yeah <laughs> this is my this is my problem with like world war one in general is like the strategy appeared to be let's jump out of the trench and run as fast as we can at the machine gun and just see who gets across. I love that the strategy was not only to do that, it was you would do it after firing a bunch of artillery shells. So every day you knew the exact time of when they were coming. So you knew 
oh, they're shooting at us. It stops. Here they come. And in addition to that, all that, you were killing a lot of people. You did it with a gross foot. Yeah. And you did it with a gross foot, which is apparently your biggest concern. And a belly full of rat. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So let's get into it, folks. We are doing top 10 TV themes <laughs> of all time. We're going to break the rules and we are going to um, play the theme song. I'm going to try to. I might screw it up. I might screw it up a little bit like I am right now um, on, my, on my iPad by playing the theme song um, for you guys. Uh, and that's how we'll introduce it instead of saying it. If that doesn't work, we'll just get out of it. Um, you're listening to us and we do it unedited. So um, let's get into notable omissions. Top 10 TV theme songs of all time. The first one is... Is that Green Acres? Green yeah, Acres. Hold on. It's, it's Green Acres, but it sounds like somebody's playing like a 1910 recording of a song where they're like... That's what it sounds like. Yeah, it's like a it's like a speakeasy. Like it's like one of those nineteen those nineteen twenty movies you got to deal with. You sound like someone reporting on an all white Rose Bowl when you play that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I just I mean I remember I remember watching Green Acres on Nick at Night, but I don't think it's as good as the ones I pick. Do not believe that. I don't hum it along, and I hum every one of my top ten at some point during my year. Oh yes, yeah. It, Although that pig was awesome in that show. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was a great show. I enjoyed it when I was a kid. It, it definitely created this old soul mentality I have now. But it yeah, let's blame Green Acres for that. Next, next, next uh, notable omission. Different strokes to rule the world, guys. I'm, I'm going to admit, never seen it. Never, never seen, seen it. an episode of Different Strokes. Never seen it. Not one time. Have well, I let me just wrap up every episode for you right now. The kids do something, conflict, resolved, lesson. Perfect. Oh, so it's like Webster, but, but it looks like Webster with three children is what you're telling me. Yeah, I mean, that's – yeah, you got it. You nailed it. That's it. <laughs> Regardless of the, the, the plot themes of that show, the theme song was excellent. And everyone knows that theme song. So Obviously not me. One person does not. Mathis, who overthinks every list. So, the next notable omission is... That's a good pick. That's a good yeah, justified. That is, that is justified. And what all the music on that show was good, man. Like even the Brad Paisley song they had when he did like the Harlan County thing. Like there's some good music on Justified and just a cool show. I love Justified. I like watching Patton Oswald shoot a gun. It's a <laughs> lot of fun. Yeah, that's I, I don't, who did that theme song? Is that I mean it sounds like one of those like it sounds sort of like um, Big Smoke or something like that, but I don't know if that's who it is, but it's a cool one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is a great theme song, no doubt, and I, I could look up who did it. I just had it up on my iPad, but now I, now I have taken it off. Looks like we have a chat, okay? All right, looks like uh, one of our uh, famous listeners here. I thought it was going to be a listener sending in a comment, but it's not. No, I'm so ugly that the camera causes the internet connection to go bad. <laughs> my computer's frightened and confused by my bald head. And 
So the last notable omission, I was really shocked that this one didn't make it, but I, you know, it is what it is. The show where no one fishes. Not one person ever throws a rod in the water. Not one time. You know, I was going to put this one on there, but I didn't want to get called a racist by Mathis <laughs> Burnett. So I decided not to. It's so real, man. Like I, and you know what? I actually used to be able to like whistle that whole thing. And I like Andy Griffith, regardless of his racist intonations. Is he um, racist? He's not actually. I don't like. Let me tell you why I don't. Why I don't like Andy Griffith. When he was the Shoney spokesperson, we opened the Shoney's in Mont's Corner, and he came down and was mean to people in Mont's Corner. And while I should appreciate that, because I do not like you know people who grew up in Mont's Corner. Hey, um, people in Monk's Corner listen to the podcast, so go Monk's Corner. That's, that's my MJ line for the night. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, Andy Grove's mean to people in Monk's Corner, so you know what? F him. Not, not dealing with him. Um, you take your whistle and go wet it somewhere else. Interesting. Yeah. My, my hot take on Andy Griffith right there. I hope y'all enjoy it. You're probably the one guy who hates Mr. Rogers, too. <laughs> that movie sucks. Look, you, don't talk, you don't talk about Mr. Rogers. Pittsburgh will come after you hard. I will not, sir. <laughs> All right, let's get into the top tens. We're going to start with Adam. Adam's number 10. Good pick. Solid move. Dude, I find myself whistling the Sanford and Son theme song all the time, and when I found out my fiancé had never seen an episode, I was shook oh to the core. But she's from Ohio, and we know how things go up there. They don't get a lot of exposure to the world. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that might be grounds to take the ring back. Let me be honest with no, you. No, sir, that's I can't uh, at this point. I'm too deep. The family likes her better than me. Mm, doesn't that suck? I can't believe she hadn't seen Sanford. That was another uh, Nick at Night episode to watch. Sanford. Yeah, all of us were just sitting in our rooms, apparently, in the late 90s and early 2000s, up late at night watching Nick. Green Acres, Sanford and Son, and my personal favorite, Welcome Back, Cotter. You would like Welcome Back, Cotter. <laughs> Cotter was a solid show. John Travolta, what's up? All right, let's slide over to Mathis' is number 10. like this one. Wait for it. I just had to see the title, and I was happy. <laughs> Baywatch, baby, I'll be there whenever you need me. Don't and it's it's such like a like early, it's such a power ballad kind of thing. It's awesome. <laughs> I love I love that song. It I is the it is montage like, makes the song. <laughs> yes, makes the whole show. Oh, and it, first of all, I love the fact that in the movie they make fun of the fact they're all running in slow motion. Like it's such a it's such a cliche, but it's so awesome. It's amazing. So, Mathis is number nine. We will see later on Adam's list. So, let's slide back really? over to Adam and his number eight. This is a strange pick, but I can see. Whoa, whoa. did you skip my number nine? I mean, Adam's number nine. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean to skip. Didn't my mean... eight is special to me, sir. Your eight <laughs> is special, but we got to go through your nine first. You, I knew you were going to do this. <laughs> I knew you were going to do this. I I almost put it on mine to troll you. I almost did. I really I enjoy singing the song in the voice of Archie and Edith Bunker because it's two of the more obnoxious voices you can ever hear in humanity, and it, it just makes me smile. 
Because Edith Bunker's voice is like uh, nails on a chalkboard, and I love it. Do you remember the In Living Color one, What If Archie Bunker Was Black? Uh, yes, I actually do. I liked In Living Color. <laughs> when they Jim Carrey start. And it's, her, and it's her doing that, Soul Train was a hit parade. It's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> her voice, and, and, and she literally, you could literally just sing the whole theme song going, Don't even have to say the words. No. Another Nick at Night classic. Are we just, did they pay for this or something? <laughs> we are sponsored tonight, not only by our sponsor that we'll talk about after in a few, but also Nick at Night. <laughs> well, I did. Well, I told, I told Shane this other day. The thing about it is about theme songs is I don't do shows today don't really have theme songs as much anymore. No, they just kind of have noise or they start immediately. Yeah, because they do the cold open, and it's like, boom, there's the show. Like, it's not – they don't really do that as much anymore. You run the credits so as the cold open. Yep. Yeah. Hey, Shane, will you be honest with me? Are we sponsored by Werther's Originals? <laughs> reason. Reason. We can't – Oh, there is no bigger old folk thing than reason. Oh, ain't no doubt, man. Hey, that reason's been stuck in your uncle's pocket for like – It'll tear all the fillings out of your teeth, too. <laughs> now let's move on. Adam's special, special number eight. Let me get the volume up so we can make sure we don't screw it up. Frank that volume. And I need to hit play. Yes, sir. I saw that one. I thought about it, and I pulled away from it, but it's, that's a good pick. The Flintstones theme song slaps. And <laughs> there's no <laughs> doubt about it. Oh. Uh. I could put it on in a crowded room and everyone would start singing it. All people are down with the Flintstones. Oh, I can hear it right now. Dun, 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 dun. It's that like big band sound, too. Like, it's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I 100% agree. And the, 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 the intro that goes with the theme song, the, the montage that goes with it of Flintstone and, and and he really sets the tone for a show when he's running his feet to get his car started. Like, yes. it's, all, it's all awesome. They go, well, they go to the McDonald's and they throw the big rack of ribs on his car. And it tilts yeah, the, the McDonald's, you know. Have you seen yeah. McDonald's now serving 1,000 or whatever it was? I just know that the Flintstones were sponsored by our other sponsor, Winston Cigarettes. <laughs> In addition to that, they make the best vitamins on the planet. Now... Sliding over to Mathis's list, his number eight, which would be my number one or two, my number one or two, but this one is amazing. This one slaps. Being a friend. <laughs> the best part was that was an actual song that a dude sang and had on an album, and then they took it and put it, put a female singer, and it became the key, the song for the Golden Girls. Like that's a great one. I'm yeah. sad it's not on my list. Shout out shout out to my wife. She uh she put that up there. She did well. I'm gonna be honest. Um I've watched so <coughs> so much, so much Golden Girls over this quarantine that I think I've seen every episode. So anyways. Uh, moving on, let's go to Mathis's number seven. It's amazing. That's a great, it's, it's an awesome song, man. 
Uh, does anyone know all of the correct lyrics to the song? No, it's always the, here's, now we up in them big teagues, you know, yes. eating that bat, it's, it's always messed up. I don't think anyone actually knows all the words to the song. No, because you start jamming with that head motion and you stop like actually doing the words. Like it's, it's, uh, but it's a catchy song and it's a banger. Yeah, it is. Oh, show. All right, I'm getting the next one loaded up. Um, this one, this one's a little different. I'm surprised it made it, but it did uh, on Adam's list. So uh, Adam's number seven is the friends on here, to another famous show. Can you repeat? Okay. Good call. It's a good one. Uh, are y'all Malcolm in the Middle people? No, I hate it. I like. Really? I like I like Malcolm in the Middle. I don't. I. I'll be honest. I've not watched every single season, but I did the ones I've watched. I've enjoyed. Okay, go back and watch it now that you've watched Breaking Bad, and you'll just be like, "Man, Brian Cranston might be the best actor ever because he's so goofy and funny in Malcolm in the Middle, and then he's just a hardcore murderer in Breaking Bad. <laughs> like, look at the range." Yeah, I, I, the opening thing was she the opening. Uh, show of that one where she's shaving his back in the middle of the kitchen is one of the iconic moments of all time. In television. It was a glimpse into my future. <laughs> <laughs> and you will soon be um, teaching chemistry and making that. Uh, the full circle. You know, Breaking Bad didn't make either list, but I, I, I think that, that I think that was kind of the start of the, the lesser intros uh, theme songs. Yeah, literally the intro to Breaking Bad is Yeah, and it shows the chemistry letters and move yes. on. So that was, that was kind of the start of that whole era, this era that we're in now. Um, all right, so we'll do one more and then we'll take a break for our sponsor. Um, so let's look at Adam's number six. I know you've sang that before. It's catchy. And overall, every time my truck is full of stuff, I always say, I always start singing it to myself. <coughs> but I, it's not my favorite. I'll be honest. It is not one that I love. And it's, it does, I will say this, I do appreciate that one and Gilligan's Island for the fact that it sets the scene for the show. Like it gives you backstory of the show before you ever get to it. If you like, you've never seen it before. Yes. I think, I think that's by design. Also Gilligan's Island was the uh, alternative to that spot. Very, very astute of you to make that connection. Yeah. And the problem with both of them is I just don't like, I, as a song, I don't, it's not, it's not a banger. I just don't love it. It's, and then I get it, but it's just not my pick. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Well, like my, my, my next pick though is a banger banger. It is, but your number six will be seen later on Adam's list. Oh, so before we move on to the top fives, we're going to take a quick break and get a word from our sponsor. Welcome back, folks. I hope that um, you also want to try your own podcast. Uh, and please use Anchor. Anchor does a great job for us. We appreciate everything they've done uh, for us, and we love working with them. So let's get back to the list. We are into the top fives. Mathis's number five is a crossover later on Adam's list. 
In fact, Adam's one, two, and three are crossovers with Adam. So let's go to Adam's number five. And it is, let me get my volume up here. I know we're going to- The fact that you don't have this is insulting. <laughs> and play. Big shocker, the Colonel had that on there. Big it's Waylon Jennings. Oh, man. You don't like Waylon Jennings? I do like Waylon Jennings, and I like that song, and I almost put it on here, but, I let it, but I'm going to have a harder Fox contingent because as I look at my list, I realize that like, I really like Rupert Murdoch, which is kind <laughs> of ooh, ooh. <laughs> We need to edit that out big time. <laughs> yeah. Basically, me and Sean Hannity are, are having drinks after this. Go hang out. You guys are going to restaurants. Everything's fine, don't you know? <laughs> it's funny you guys uh, are talking about that now because earlier in our Perlo podcast fluid group chat, we had a debate on who the modern-day Walter Cronkite was. I argued Kurt Loder. Happy 75th birthday. Let's save it for another day. <laughs> so think, think about that, uh, our, our uh, listeners out there. Um, happy birthday, Kurt Loder. So let's continue on. Let's go to Adams number four. <laughs> like champs good pick good pick interesting now i looked at that it just it's kind of it's i don't know it doesn't it just didn't beat out the ones i had before but go it ahead tell me that rallying cry of people who don't have a personality <laughs> and so the office is their personality oh that's a good that's an interesting way to describe that that is awesome and here's what's funny uh, when we did our Top um, sitcoms, he trashed The Office and Parks and Rec. Now we've done a whole podcast on The Office first Parks and Rec, and he has The Office theme song as number four of all time. You sure do, buddy. He, he secretly goes to sleep on his Michael Scott sheets every night. Don't let him lie to you. No, I think I might watch The Office or Parks and Rec every other day. But, but he hates them, so. But I'm a contrarian and an a-hole, so. I mean, he self-loathes pretty hard, though. I mean, as, as I talk to him more and more, like, he should be Catholic. There's no question. You start beating himself. Well, I'm a Methodist like you, which is just light Catholic. That is true. We, we both pledge allegiance to the Catholic Church every single Sunday. It's Catholic with divorces. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's slide along here. We're going to go over to Mathis' list. Finally, some non-crossovers for him. His top four are singular in his nature because he overthinks everything. But he does a you good job. Number four on Mathis list. No, your five is a crossover for him. Oh, it is. Okay. You're number four. Dude, that's a jam, man. Oh, no, it slaps, but I'm not someone's aunt, so I, I didn't pick that up. <laughs> Living Single used to go on after Martin, and it was freaking awesome. It was like I watched that show. I like Queen Latifah. I like all of them, man. It's a, I'm I'm a fan, and that song set it off. It was all I I that's what that thing when that came to my mind. It was such like an awkward pick. I was like, that's gonna be great. I, I was super proud of that one. It's very niche. <laughs> I'm glad you said Martin because Martin and Golden Girls are the two shows, two of the three shows I've watched the most of over this quarantine break. It's 
Could there be any? Could there be any more opposite shows on the spectrum? <laughs> King of Queens yeah. is number four, but the show we is also in the top three. Will show up later on this list, so I don't want to. Spoil That's it. like you saying my two favorite foods are you know Cheetos and filet mignon. Not about the John, or the John Mulaney joke: Skittles and lobster. <laughs> Let's, let's keep along here on Mathis' list. Let's go to Mathis's number three. This song has actually been played on this podcast before. Who else playing their virtual piano right now? Me. I'm doing it, but you can't see my face because if I turn the camera on, the feed will die because my internet is, like, hooked up to the Soviet internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Family Matters, man. Like, that song – and. I always thought, like, I was looking, so I was like, man, that sounds an awful lot like the, uh, nah, I can't come to me. What's the one with uh, the sisters? And Sister, sister. Uncle, Uncle Joey. What's the Full name house. of that? Full House. It's the same singer. I wonder why they sound the same. He made money off the same song twice. Well, that's just being an entrepreneur. Yeah. It's kind of like how Howie, uh, Howie Mandel used to have the same voice for Bobby's World as well as like Skeeter off the Muppets. He just exactly. kept doing it over again. Fun fact: Howie Mandel's most famous stand-up bit was blowing up a condom with his nose. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When you got to make that money, and, and and he's on and he's on America's Got Talent because that's who you want voting for who's the most talented person in America. He's on America's Got Talent. The guy from The Apprentice is our president. Alternate dimension, you know. Howie Mandel. And two words. Courier were the only two people prepared for the pandemic because they don't shake no one's hand. Hey. Nope, that's right. Two words. Murder hornets. That just Murder hornets. Hornets. <laughs> It's where we are as a society is that these are people who are running things. Hey, if, if we survive the Rona and the murder hornet, should we all get a tattoo of a murder hornet drinking a Corona? I think we should get student debt, a student debt stimulus package. That's what I think. That is a Dr. Ty and the Colonel topic. If you'd like to join us on that podcast, please talk to the booking agent. <laughs> that is a sister podcast for those of you who did not know. Listen to Dr. Ty and the Colonel also on Apple. Rate them four stars with eight hours five. Nah, best, so part, best part about Dr. Ty and the Colonel is we talk about really important governmental issues and food. Because the buffet, mostly food. The buffet being canceled was a major part of last week's podcast. We're going to talk about how to make a fine roux this week. <laughs> All right. Speaking of murder hornets, let's transition to murder. Let's talk about number three on Adam's list and number five on Mathis's. Everyone's bobbing her head. You guys can't see it, but we all love it. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, I woke up this morning and got myself a gun. No doubt about it. That's what he does every day because he has terrible PTSD from growing up in the corner. Rosen Lake <laughs> City, that's Rosen Lake City's favorite show, The Sopranos. Yeah. And he's Sopranos. making a great pick on a favorite show. It is an amazing show. Yeah. I'm in a group chat with that, some and we're, we're on a real kick right now of making uh, memes of Polly Walnuts. So it's, it's been a lot of fun. The best part of that song, though, is that when I was looking up stuff about it, is that it was originally meant as like a domestic violence anthem that a woman had gotten a gun against her abuser. And instead it was used by like mob guys in New Jersey. 
Yeah, uh, that song, the original song is, uh, I think, by a guy named Junior Kimbrough, if I'm not mistaken, who's like this Mississippi blues guy who didn't get popular in the 90s. And, like, all of his songs are basically like, here, let me sum them up for you. Got up and punked my wife in the mouth today. And then put blues music behind it, and that's the songs. <laughs> well, let's slide up along with the list here. We're going to slide up to number two on Adam's list, which is also number nine. On Mathis's list? Far too low. Incorrect. But I will sing along with you. Sometimes you gotta go, go where everybody knows your name. And they're always at your game. Do it, man. That's a, it, it's a banger. For early, mid-90s, definitely a banger. No okay. doubt about it. It's the yeah. soundtrack to someone's uncle cracking a beer on a couch and chuckling. <laughs> Dude, like, once again, that show in itself amazes me because it ran for like 14 years. Yeah. That, that's an eternity. People grew up, like people became teenagers, were born, became teenagers in the time that they played, they had that show. It's amazing. Watched a lot of careers too. Woody Harrelson and <laughs> mostly him. Miss <laughs> <laughs> the alley. Chrissy Alley, uh, Kelsey Grammer, too, but I wasn't going to bring him up because, you know, Burnett's a homophobe about Kelsey Grammer, who's not gay, but. Once again, I like, I like Frazier in Cheers. I don't like him in Frazier. It's weird. I know. He's a much better Frazier in Cheers. I disagree. Best Chrissy Alley movie? Look who's talking to. You know what's sad? I'm also the t- – going ahead. Me. <laughs> You picked the sequel, not even the original, which was far funnier. But you're going to pick the sequel to Look Who's Talking? You pick a crap movie and you pick the second one? I, I am the kind of white trash that enjoys both of those movies. Because <laughs> I was raised by people from Colleton and Georgetown counties, respectively. We're going to have the baby talk. It's going to be masterful. <laughs> it's going to be so funny, Bruce Willis going to be a baby. Oh, that's right. Bruce Willis was the baby. Yeah, and then John Travolta is going to play that character he always plays, you know, John Travolta, where he's like, oh, no, the baby said Scientologists are holding me hostage because I'm gay. Oh. (laughs) And the the best part of it is you know that your parents were like, you can't believe they put the sperm on the TV. Oh, yeah, that was nuts. We got to go pray. Yeah. I, I was like six. I had no idea what was going on with that. I can't believe we just went down a road of look who's talking, and that's my fault. So <laughs> let's end that. Let's move on to Mathis' list. We're that's to- the beauty of the podcast, Fid. You're right. That's in, in shame. Um, so let's go to number two on <laughs> Mathis' list. This was the weirdest pick of all of them, but it is good, I will admit. Dude, X-Files, man. X-Files is that sh- that theme song is scary as crap. Like it it said that it was exactly like the show. It was terrifying. X-Files was horrifying and I could not watch it. That's but, that, but the theme song though, I'll say is what other that song might fit that show better than any theme song ever. Oh, it it is the perfect creep you out theme. I'm I'm fine with that. I don't disagree with that. 
don't disagree with that. It did launch the great career of David Duchovny to be the hand model on Zoolander. He was the hand model in Zoolander. <laughs> That's my favorite Duchovny role. Also, an underrated Duchovny movie is Keeping Up with the Joneses. Underrated Duchovny movie is Evolution. Evolution is far funnier <laughs> than it should be. Evolution is funny, but I think we might be like one of 15 people who watched it. Bro, it's it's very, top 10 Duchovny movies. <laughs> <laughs> Evolution is very much geared towards like 20 something dudes. Like it's absolutely like built. Like there has never been a woman who watched Evolution and went, that movie's really good. No, but <laughs> this is a good time to announce my sister, sister podcast, which is called Digging on Duchovny, in which I just dive in <laughs> David Duchovny's career. <laughs> All right. Let's go on. We are into the number ones on both sides. They are different number one, but the number one for Mathis is. Get the volume up. I don't want to screw this up. This is very important. Volume is up. And in living color. In living color. Let's take a trip and sit on a tree. I love for I love that. That heavy D and the boys, man. That's when I thought about it, I was thinking, I was like, man, what songs do I really like that were like <coughs> and that one hit me, and I was like. That's number one. It's the most, it's catchy. It's what the show is. It's everything you want a theme song to be. I love it. It's a great theme song, but I would not put it in my top 10. Really? I really wouldn't. And I love the show. That's, I mean, I gotta respect the opinion, but I'm telling you, man, I just, cause it's, it, it, it sounds like it reminds me of that time when that show was on. Like that song is such like a nineties, you know, pure nineties. Yeah. It's just, and then the Fly Girls, like, I can see them right now as I hear that song. Watch the career of Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Sean Wayans. And every other Wayans. Because <laughs> the whole 40 Wayans and Jamie Foxx. Yeah, to get the Wayans paid, that was the goal of In Living Color. And it did exactly it succeeded. that. Low Down Dirty, Dirty Shame is an underrated film also. Uh, don't be a menace to society is a good one too. Oh yeah, what Jake was it by drinking juice in the hood or something like that? In South Central, yeah. Yeah, what a that's a good flick. All right, message. So, <laughs> great job, uh, Mathis. You're number one. Very, I was so surprised to see that, but I was like, you know what? That's good. Um, Adam does not agree. He thinks it would not be in his top ten. But let's go to what would be not my number one, a show that I have um, is in my top three of most uh, shows watched during quarantine. One of my top show sitcoms of all time, probably number one for me. Uh, it's number six on Mathis's TV theme song list. And there is a video out there somewhere, and Mathis, you were there that day, of my wife and I, who was my fiance at this time, performing this at a talent show where the teachers were performing, Lip Sync Battles. We could all sing it. If we can hear it, yeah. let to say. He's trying to do uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air for those who don't know, and it's a good, it's a good pick. If those three tambourine sounds you didn't hear, let you know <laughs> it is the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Your home's the Bel Air. Uh, for Sean, it's probably insanely loud, but for <laughs> listeners, oh, uh, but you know what? I mean, what person who was born during that time period doesn't know the words to that song? Dude, kids now know the words of that song. It is a classic. 
Yeah. And what, but funny though, if you get past the words that are in the theme song, nobody knows the rest of the words because it was an actual song. Yes. yes. One of his, it was one of, yeah. But nobody knows the words that aren't in the TV theme song. You know what? And, and I don't have a problem with that. It, 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 you know, as a TV theme song standalone, it was amazing. I don't have a problem with people not knowing the words outside of it because I don't know the words outside of it. Oh, it's it's a, a it's a great song and it's catchy and it and it and also tells sets the stage for the story of how he gets how that show begins um, in the Gilligan's Island and Beverly Hillbillies tradition. It's probably the most hip version of that. Like it tells you what's going on in that show before you ever get there. So yeah, I get it, man. It's a good pick. Excellent, excellent. So let's recap. Uh, the, the most notable omission for top ten TV theme songs of all time was definitely Green Acres. Green Acres is the place to be. Um, math, oh, is, I'm living. <laughs> math is number one was In Living Color, and Adam's number one was The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Top TV theme songs of all time. Your next episode, um, we are producing at a every five or six day rate right now. So look for us in the end of the weekend, early next week. Um, topic to be announced via Perlo Podcast group chat later this evening. I think I decided it um, during this episode, but I want to go over well, it. We've got to do the wanted uh, live stream at some point. That has yeah. got to happen. We could do it over Zoom too. Oh man, you could you could share your screen with us and show it. Via um, Amazon Prime, Mathis, since yes. you love it so much. Well, I mean, the only problem is Adam wouldn't be able – that's the only way Adam can see it because obviously he can't stream with that uh, internet he's got going on. <laughs> no, I, it's like I steal it from my neighbors or something. It's terrible. <laughs> that's definitely how we're going to do it. Now we're doing Zoom. We're gonna, you're going to put it on your computer, and you're going to share your screen with us, and we are going to enjoy it this way. I, I want to see your face when you see how – annoyed we are at this crap movie oh i'll light up it's a great film i don't know why you don't like it because you don't have taste that's what it is it's 100 the case all right we'll do this one and then we'll do evolution for the next one <laughs> well, i love that too i'm super down well we don't do a friends like a friends binge that's the only thing i require we don't do by the way thank you for not making that a notable omission uh, yeah, no that's a stupid theme song for stupid people I'll be there for you. that's another actual song that turned into a um, tv theme song all right, Warzone update. Warzone update. Uh, sort of. The Colonel had a good jump this week. He did. He changed his name, and he has had a <laughs> jump. He does not. I mean, he's still in, like, you know, he's got to sharpen his knives because he's still last. Um, and I'm in first and continue to reign, as I do. Um, I'm at 10 victories. All hail me. Um, then there's Fid at seven. Shane at seven because nobody knows who he is or whatever. Um, nobody. Nobody will know. Call me. I'll sell that secret out. I am not above it. Um, <laughs> he'll, edit, he'll edit his name out later. Don't worry. And then Senior Slow Internet has five. He's stuck, he's stuck in the Annabelle times with his internet. Well, I mean, it's obviously got to be difficult to play the game when he doesn't. he's not able to have Wi-Fi to figure out where everybody goes. He's just kind of playing it fast and loose from the hill. You know, I just play by feel. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm due to go on about a five-game rampage here in a second. And that'll well, first of all, I'm led by faith in my war zone, not by sight. So. <laughs> let's, uh, um, 
If you'd like to contact us, our email is perlo, P-E-R-L-O, podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, at gmail.com, perlopodcast at gmail.com. You can reach us on Twitter at perlo underscore podcast. Or you just follow me. I put it on mine, too. Yeah, you can follow My name is Mathis Burnett. I don't hide from it, so it's all good. Unlike Sean. Sean Fiedler. Um, you can. My name is Alan Grindle. <laughs> so you can uh, follow Dr. Ty on Twitter, and he will uh, post our episode. We are on Apple. Please rate us five stars. We want we want um, more people to enjoy what you're enjoying. Uh, contact leave us. Leave a comment because my mom is very upset that there's no more comments to follow hers. So if you could leave a comment, positive or negative, we're super down. We don't care if it's negative. <laughs> Guys, if you knew what our actual profession was, you would understand that we get nothing but negative comments all the time. Run the ball. Pass the ball. Play this person. Hit somebody, which is also always a great one. They're running to the edge. You got to stop it. No crap. On a lighter note, to all my brothers out there with thinning hair, shave it off. It's freeing. We're not, we're not bitter or anything. Not at all. <laughs> so, we appreciate you joining us here on episode 15 of the Perlo Podcast. I now have the delightful pleasure to uh, get this thing uploaded. Uh, it's much better today because Mathis didn't uh, exit 17 times. Um, uh, but, again, we appreciate you listening to us. Share it with a friend. If everyone shares it with one friend, it will increase our, our listenership. Uh, shout out to those in Winchester, Kentucky listening. I appreciate your comments that you provide weekly after every episode complaining about these guys' picks because I agree. Uh, so uh, thanks again. Guys, any parting words? Pay it forward. Get more listeners. Get us paid. <laughs> and all I say is, Dr. Ty and the Colonel, five stars. Perlo Podcast, five stars. Have a great evening.